So, hello, Elizabeth St. Germain. Um, we're here to have a conversation, welcoming people to Carving a New Path. And this is episode three. And this is a podcast with conversations about how to use adversity to explore your life and make some changes. Most of us were raised in a society that encourages productivity and do, do, do. And here we are at a time of global shutdown. It has disrupted our daily routines and given us a chance to pause and reflect on our lives and to practice going inward. Well, with my guest, Elizabeth St. Germain, today we're gonna to talk about cultivating the inner before taking action in the outer. And Liz will share some experiences of how the outer encouraged her to go into the inner, which is really what I feel like is happening in the world. It's an outer circumstance that is encouraging us to go into the inner. Um, and so we'll talk also about her group, Women Living in Love and Calling in the Circle and all of that. But here, welcome, Elizabeth. Thank you. Thank you. Hi. I'm so happy to be here with you, Andrea. I am just so thrilled that you said yes to have this conversation. It's a conversation you and I have had in private Zoom calls and in groups with women, in groups with men. And so um, I, I want to just open up for you to share about your journey with this cultivating the inner before taking action. And the reason that I was so ignited by this, even though you and I've talked about a lot of things that have happened in the last few years, I noticed even more of a stillness for you where you were, were pressing pause to go in and do some inner work. And I also witnessed how that inner work brought forth this energy for you to share. And so wherever you want to begin, with your story, I'll invite you to start telling us about that. Yeah, well, thank you for that reflection. I, um, I really appreciate it because we've been on a long journey together. Yes. And so we watched each other ebb and flow with the twists and turns and in our, in our becoming. Yes. And walking our walk. Mm -hmm. and, um, and so for me, my walk is about devotion. It's devotion to what I'm here for whatever that is, and a relentless devotion to know who I am. Um, and so in that journey, um, to bring it into the conversation of what we're talking about, you know, with the cycles within cycles, and I believe we really, we need to be prepared for our next awakening. And I needed to be really, really, really prepared for where I was being called to go uh, in a cycle that began in 2015. That was a cycle within a longer cycle that began in 2005 um, when I, um, my soul came knocking on the door of my heart and said, it's time, let's go. And so from that point, and also that was during a time of what's called a Uranus opposition cycle in our natal chart, that's an awakening. And it can be called a midlife, midlife crisis as well. And it is, that was 2005. So by 2015, I had done a lot of work, a lot of spiritual work, a lot of spiritual awakening. I began seeing um, how the patterns of my childhood were robbing me of my, of me, of my life. And, um, and so I relentlessly, you know, just kept going in and kept going in with all the tools that I had and whatever tools life was bringing to me, I was calling forth what I needed to become who I am mm -hmm. and to love myself free of who I'm not. And so in 2016, 
I, well, 2015, I'll just start there. I had a moment uh, at the Scorpio full moon in May of 2016, where we have these moments in life where the mirror turns and it's the paradigm shift where we saw life one way and then something happens and life shakes us up to wake us up to seeing beyond that reality to what's really going on behind the scenes. And in 2015, I had a myth, um, a bubble of a myth popped. <laughs> and the myth for me was, it didn't happen to me. Mm. And I'll leave the what didn't happen to me for another conversation. But the fact is, is that I built my life on that myth. Mm -hmm. Didn't happen to me. And the mirror turned and I saw, mm. <sighs> yeah, it did happen to me mm -hmm. in different ways, but it still did happen to me. And that was a turning point. That was a zero point, which I believe we're at now. Mm -hmm. And that zero point was now I was able to get real because that myth kept me from going in because I wasn't ready. I wasn't, I wasn't prepared, but I knew when that, when the mirror turned and I saw that I was living under a false myth, that that's when my work was really going to begin. Mm -hmm. And that's well, put, up, put me on another journey on the next cycle of that, of my journey. Absolutely. And I want you to talk more about that, but for the listeners to put a little bit of context, you know, you may be someone who you're working at home, you're still being paid. You still, maybe you don't know anyone who's um, sick with COVID-19. You don't have anyone who's died, but there's still a level of hitting bottom that's mm -hmm. happening right now. And for some people, this is the first time that they're really experiencing a something happening in their lives where they're going, oh my gosh, mm -hmm. something, okay, that thing isn't happening to me or this, you know, I haven't had someone who's died because of coronavirus or I haven't, but there's still something happening. And that's the point. Right. It is exactly. happening. It's all happening to us. Absolutely. We're it, not it, separate from this experience. No exactly. One. And then so it may be different. Exactly. But they're still being affected. And I feel yes. like that's part of what you're speaking to is that, you know, that it might be like, oh, I'm supposed to be okay with all this because I, it didn't happen to me. And then recognizing, wait a minute, like this did affect me. Yeah. And what's happening in the world right now is affecting all yes. of us. And there may be like people think, oh, I have to go do something right now. I have to go put something out on Facebook. I have to go volunteer. Mm -hmm. I have to do, do, do. And what happened when that mirror turned for you, you recognized that like something happened that, I mean, my words would be like, I have to really go in and do some deep work around this. I need to go in and look at patterns, look at something. So could you speak to like love myself free or you know what that was for you where you recognize this isn't about putting out more or, or running my group of women where, or leading a group of women and doing, I actually have to go in and do for myself in this stillness, in this inner work. So could you speak to some of that? Yeah, and you just reminded me of a memory actually before that, like 2000, when we were doing Voices of Love radio uh -huh. show. Yeah. Okay, so here's a, a perfect example of what you're talking about that we are shifting from as women. Mm -hmm. So here we are in 2014 doing Voices of Love radio show. Yes. And my daughter was in the hospital at the Mayo Clinic in Jacksonville, Florida. Mm -hmm. I am with her, but rather than saying, 
I need to be present with my daughter. I went into the family waiting room and did the radio show with you right. and thought that I was some kind of, you know, boss lady, you know, <laughs> right. I mean, it was like, Oh yeah, I'm really doing it. And it was like, when I look back at me then mm -hmm. I say, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you know, that you didn't, that you weren't there yet, you know, and it took cycles of life showing me, Liz, get quiet. Mm -hmm. Because the stakes get higher every time we repeat another cycle of a pattern mm -hmm. of a defense mechanism to keep us from going in. Yes. And that happened to me in 2016. So it took me a little while still to kind of catch up to the, it didn't happen to me. Mm -hmm. like I, I was aware. But I didn't know what to do with it. I mean, I, but be with it. And so in 2016, the stakes got really high for me like really high and life was screaming at me mm -hmm. to do life radically different. Mm -hmm. And so in 2017, I, I stepped into a, another work, a deeper work with um, psychoanalytical astrology and psychoanalysis. And I put all of my spiritual toolbox on the shelf. I put my medicine bag on the shelf and I said, I want to get real. I want to know what I made up of my childhood. I want to know what I made up of. I want to know what I, who, who I am and where I'm creating my life from. And so six months in, I felt it was time for me to leave Florida. And I hadn't at that point had my own home since I moved from Baltimore to Florida in 2012. So from 2012 to 2000, summer of 16, the great American eclipse, I was living nomadically. Mm -hmm. I was, I was living, you know, sharing homes and stripping down layers and layers of identities to material things. So at that point, I basically traveled with a suitcase, <laughs> you know, and I was able to pack up in an hour and be gone. And so that summer I knew my home was calling. I felt it. I didn't know where it was but I just knew it was time for me to leave Florida. Mm -hmm. And the reason I left was because I woke up also to seeing that my daughter was showing me what I had not resolved. She was reliving. Mm -hmm. And I believe children relive what their parents don't resolve. Yes. Yes. And, and I made an agreement with myself that it ends here. Mm -hmm. I, yes, I understand she has her own, natal chart. She's got her own mandala. She's got her own journey. She's got her own, you know, experience. And I'm not responsible for that, but I can certainly clean up what I've, what she's carrying of mine. Mm -hmm. And so I, I left Florida to pull myself out of the enmeshment of the relationship that we had developed as a child with a chronic illness and a mother caregiver. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And, um, which you know for 15 years creates a such a symbiosis that there's no separation between she and me and i needed to pull myself out moving an hour away or two hours away was not enough i needed to pick myself up and move mm -hmm. so i did and i landed in portland three thousand miles away and I was called in, I was called here to retreat. And I, and I, I say it now as I describe it now as I recoded the matrix of my relationships mm -hmm. because the matrix of our, my relationship with my daughter was so enmeshed that I needed to recode it energetically mm -hmm. from within. And I needed to, get to know me, I needed to recode my own matrix. So from the fall of 2017, until now, I'm still here, I'm in Portland. Um, I came and I retreated. And I wasn't called to do any work out here. I wasn't called to make friends really out here. Um, I went and visited Florida like every other month or every two months, and then I would go and 
do some work there and come back and process, <laughs> ret retreat. And I spent, and I did just enough. And the interesting thing about this that I think for women, especially uh, entrepreneurs in, in the coaching world, you know, there are many ways to do life and there are many ways to um, amass wealth and, and to, to make money. There's many different ways. Yes. And understanding that it isn't in the, what you were talking about, the productivity, the doing, the doing, the doing. I did less in 2018 as far as out here and I had my best year in a decade. Yes. And I'll speak well, to that. Finance, and money. I mean, what, what we're talking about is not just, a, oh, it was a good year. It was a good year financially. Financially, the yeah. best year. And the deepest work I did with women because we can only take anyone as deep as we've gone. Exactly. Yeah. And women were going deep and they were dealing with, I mean, really loving themselves free of deep, deep feminine wounds mm -hmm. because I had gone there. I, I was willing to go into the depths, as I say, I opened up the gates of hell in me, mm -hmm. eighth house in our chart, yes. <laughs> and I went in and I, I did just enough. I think it's important for us to know what just enough is. I had just enough to live comfortably mm -hmm. and I lived comfortably um, and I had just enough clients where i wasn't burning myself out it was a i had time to walk in nature and i spent a lot of time in nature and portland is a beautiful place for that mm -hmm. i found a well a, a little apartment found me mm -hmm. two blocks from the river two blocks from a wildlife refuge and every day i walked among the beautiful trees here and I just poured my heart mm -hmm. out mm -hmm. to, to Mother Nature, to Gaia, to the universe, to who am I? Mm -hmm. And I listened and I did my work. Every week I had my session and I, did, I worked my chart and I worked my transits and I worked the energies in me and I allowed myself to see beyond the veils mm -hmm. to go deeper within myself. What did I make up about life? What did I make up about what it means to be a woman? Mm -hmm. I remember the moment I, I just, I was like, I have no idea what it means to be a woman. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I really don't. I, I didn't have a model for that, for what the feminine essence really is. Mm -hmm. I saw a distortion. I saw misuse of power, corruption of power. Yeah. And we don't have to look far for it. Right. That's yeah. what we're, that's what we're waking up to now. Yeah, exactly. And I want to just to give again, a little piece of context. It can be mm -hmm. like someone who feels like they've done a lot of forgiveness work in their lives. They've, they've, taken the class, they've prayed, they've written out the I forgive and all the people to forgive. And then there's something else that happens, this, this calling to go into that again, which might be happening for people right now where all of a sudden they say, oh, I, now I understand forgiveness work at a deeper level. I'm going to go back in and do another cycle of that. I'm going to go back in and so it's not about just looking at all the work that we've done or all the inner work that we've done, oh, no. that, that there are these time periods where something wakes up like the, I don't even know who I am as a woman. Mm -hmm. I, I, oh, I just saw something in a conversation with a family member. I just heard something on the news that helped me to remember something that happened a long time ago that I thought I'd already, like I was over that mm -hmm. or whatever. And so these circumstances have brought us back into this deeper work. And, and um, 
I, I don't know if there's something you want. So there's two avenues here that I see coming up. There may be something else you want to speak about that. But I'm also starting to feel the energy of what I saw happening for you last fall, actually. Mm-hmm. So what, let me just open it to what, okay, let me just say something about uh, last fall, what I saw. You and I were in more conversation last fall. And there was this, there was something happening where you were like, okay, do I want to write something? Mm. Do I, do you have a wonderful group that women can join called Women Living in Love? It was like, am I sharing enough of myself Mm -hmm. in there? Is there something for me to do there? But you were also honoring this deep inner work you'd been doing. And it was like, not yet, mm-hmm. not yet. And then I saw it, something burst through you in February of this year. So mm-hmm. I'll just open it. There isn't a specific question. I feel like we're, we're kind of like creating a field here of something that was happening. And I would love to have you speak to that. Mm-hmm. Just get chills on my shoulders. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, so as I progressed in my own unraveling, mm-hmm. right, and and untying and 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 separating myself from what happened to me and what didn't happen to me and who I am as a soul and the energies that make up me. Um, the interesting thing, I want to speak to the forgiveness thing because it, it speaks to the untying. Most people see forgiveness as an act. I'm going to forgive someone, mm-hmm. but it actually is a natural consequence of being untied and separate, separated from the, the hurt. Mm-hmm. The, the root word of um, forgiveness means to untie. Mm. The word forgive means to untie, to separate from. Uh-huh. So when we separate ourselves and we untie ourselves from these, what keeps us in prison, mm-hmm. right? The myths yes. that keep us in prison. When we untie ourselves from them, forgiveness is a natural universal law. It's the law of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And so we naturally are untied from that being held in having something to forgive. There's nothing to forgive, mm-hmm. you know, forgive them for they know not what they do. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. you know, and interestingly on Sunday, Michael Beckwith was saying, which we both watch and I really yes, appreciate it. Yeah. I just want to bring that this was, in, but we, but we do know what they we're doing. <laughs> you know, on some level. So, so that's important to know that in the, there is really forgiveness is not an act. It's an inner, it's an outer expression of the inner untying. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I was doing. Yes. I was untying myself from the prisons I lived in that I didn't even know I lived in. And so as I did that, I was able to drop into a deeper trust mm-hmm. of life mm-hmm. life yes and i think that we all can relate to at different degrees times when we can reflect and say i don't know how that worked out but it did mm-hmm. and maybe even better than i even imagined there were times in my life since i left baltimore where I was taken care of mm-hmm. it, it. And it really is true. If we look at nature, nature doesn't want for anything and it does what it does mm-hmm. without whether we recognize it or not. Mm-hmm. And if we can harmonize with that within ourselves, cause it's that, that is our nature and we can just like, love ourselves free of what hold keeps us in prison of all of the screamings of the fears and I need to and and we are willing to go into those layers and give them our presence mm-hmm. 
like be present with that scream that need to do and let it take us deeper into ourself rather than going out bring it in by bringing it in we actually like create this cauldron of transmutation inside of us mm -hmm. that literally starts like burning away all of the toxic thought forms and you know we just start getting free but it takes courage to do that because you know we we distract ourselves and we do that and with deep compassion i mm -hmm. say this because with all the work that i've done relentlessly in my life it would be like oh my god are you kidding me like really you have you weren't you didn't get that like yes i yes, have to be prepared yes and we keep we keep waking up to those absolutely to that next part that we get to be free from that we didn't even realize we were still locked up that we yes. were it's like how can i be locked up when i've been practicing a course in miracles for 30 years you know? exactly like, because because that's what it is and there are there are feelings and and i i really appreciate how many times you've used the word compassion on mm. this in this conversation today because that's something for everyone to remember that return to the compassion for yourself it's not about why didn't i make a change earlier why didn't i see this before why didn't i blah blah whatever that is yeah. it's like no you're here right now a matter of fact if you're here right now with us you're listening to a conversation and this is the time and have compassion for yourself in this process but i want to i really want to circle back to what was happening for you last fall mm -hmm. in that place where you didn't know you could feel something was happening but you weren't really called into action and then what did it feel like for you when you had that impulse to start your calls of calling in the circle that you mm -hmm. that you started I, I think it was was it february that mm -hmm. like towards the middle of february mm -hmm. um is what i was thinking so could you speak to what that is because i really want the the listeners to hear an example of what does that feel like where you think there's something that you should be doing but it isn't time yet and what does it feel like then when that impulse comes through you mm -hmm. yeah I'm just tuning into where I want to share from. Um, yeah. And that's so that's the example already. <laughs> Let me give the example of not just like saying something, but actually going, hmm, what what what's bubbling up for me to speak speak about this? Because yeah. it's deep. It's deep work. Yes. Yeah. So I've been holding um inspirations and creations and knowingnesses of service and you know and and it's you know there's a you know i just always hear my my grandfather say pagens pagens in italian it's patience <laughs> pagens you know <laughs> and i have on my wall and i'm looking at like all of my big post-its of you know and i I just knew that it wasn't ready. It's like, when you're not ready to have birth this baby yet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, you're in gestation and that gestation may be a longer cycle than nine months, you know? And I knew coming into 2020, I, I felt the impulse that I had been preparing that all of the work that I did when I was called to leave Baltimore mm -hmm. from that time, 2012, stripping away all those identities and getting, I mean, down to the bare essence, like to my, brought me to my knees, you know, of just surrender, but not surrender as in failure, surrender as in, show me mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You know, remake me. Who am I? I want to just show me. And it's like this intercourse with life and spirit and ourselves, you know? And so I just, I knew that I was feeling the readiness and it has to do the word that's coming up is integrity. Mm-hmm. For me, integrity and living ethically is being in integrity with myself. Mm-hmm. And whatever that means, it's different for everyone. And so for me to bring forth what I knew I was being called to bring forth, I needed to be in integrity with the fact that I was ready Mm -hmm. and I wasn't ready yet. Yeah. And I knew that. Yes. I knew I was still being prepared. I knew that I was, there was still more for me to go. And it was like, Oh, well, some people will say, well, there's always more to go. True. But you know, at different intervals, of your own spiritual development, of your own spiritual maturity, when you're in integrity with, I can bring this forth. Mm -hmm. And for me, I needed to be in integrity because otherwise I felt like a fraud. Mm. And that's why I couldn't bring it forth. Yeah. So coming into 2020 in December at the solstice, I called forth, bring what I need mm-hmm. to, to now bring to form all that I had been creating in the inner realms and within myself and preparing for. It was time to bring it to form. It was all out here yep. for many, many years, doing the work in mm-hmm. this way, out the, you know, all different ways. And now I felt it was coming into form. Mm-hmm. I was ready to give birth. And so I called forth and certain things came, you know, and then one day in, um, in February, I was, you know, just doing my meditation and I heard calling the circle, Mm. call, call the circle Liz. Mm -hmm. call the circle. Yes. Call everybody in. All of the circles that I had been working with, all the women over the years that I've connected with, and mm-hmm. indivi- you know, circles within circles, it was like, put out the call. Mm-hmm. And like I did when I opened Women Living in Love in 2018, I just opened it. Mm-hmm. I didn't promote it. <laughs> I just put out the heart call. Yeah. And women showed up. They're like, oh, what's, what's, what's that? What, mm-hmm. what are you doing over there? <laughs> you know? <laughs> and that's pretty much what I've learned about myself is also my nature, mm-hmm. honoring my nature that I'm a more behind the scenes person. And, and, you know, that's my soul. I've got a lot of Scorpio energy in my chart. So when I learned what really what that means and how to honor that. I wasn't distracted anymore by, Oh my God, I have to do this. And I have to, it was like, no, 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 no. That's not who you are. Honor your essence. And then it became more potent. Mm -hmm. It becomes the potency because you're not dispersing that energy. So when I heard calling the circle, I said, okay. And literally within 24 hours, I put it out. And last night, was uh choose to know how many weeks at this point maybe eight it was such a potent circle i mean it's for yeah. me it's this deep beautiful beautiful deep powerful potent elegant work with women like real you know the real deal stuff for me it's like I, it was it was amazing so i'm i feel so blessed it's just, it was just a call to put it out as a service, sacred service. Mm-hmm. So it's a free online circle and it's beautiful, deep work. Um, and there was just for one moment, like, Oh, do I turn it into a membership or and I was like, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. And there are other ways for, for women to work with you. And, and you have, I know that in like two weeks, I think we're going to do a, a call about the Venus retrograde and, mm-hmm. and that coming in and mm-hmm. there will be offerings. But I, I feel like that's a really important thing. There, there's a couple things I just want to highlight. One is that having known you for years now, maybe 12 years, 12 years. So, yeah. That, and all of the 
the growth that we've done individually, together, coming together, going off and doing our own thing, how many, you know, that there have been things that have happened, mirrors uh, along the way where we've learned things from each other. Um, and even this podcast, I had someone asking if I was going to do a radio show last summer. And I said, well, I don't know, I've done that. I've done hundreds of radio shows. <laughs> you and I did uh, Voices of Love. We've Heal My Voice. I've done lots of things. But I wasn't feeling it. Exactly. Until this time landed and it felt like, oh, all of this deeper work we've done, we could be giving the, the, a roadmap mm -hmm. of what's happened. So that's what these conversations are about, showing a roadmap mm -hmm. for anyone who is looking at how this time could be a new path for them. Mm -hmm. But from watching you, having conversations with you last fall, and then as soon as I listened to your first calling in the circle, and then I could feel this, I could feel these waves of what you were offering, this love that you were offering, this mm. calling. And it, it felt like you coming on, there was a period where we were coming on every day. It was actually filling you up. Mm. It felt like this is, this is being birthed from you. And it's, it's not only giving to women in the mm. group, but it was filling you up. And then you also know about your own self-care. You also have your own, like, I've done that. Now I come back into myself. Now that that's overflowing. It's like the cup that's always overflowing. Mm -hmm. But it's, it is a circular thing where, I mean, if you look at a fountain, the fountain comes out, but it also goes back within, right? The water right. coming out the top of the fountain then goes down to the bottom, fills up, draws from there. And so that's why I just really wanted to have this conversation with you because mm -hmm. I witnessed your, you going in and having those outer circumstances that, and again, it's not the first time that you've done work, but the, the 2015 the 2016, the 2018, there were these different awakenings of a, a new depth to mm -hmm. you that, that those outer circumstances said, go back within and now look at this piece that's been revealed. Look at this and do the work and keep filling up, filling up, filling up inside of yourself, which had feelings which had thoughts, it was a mind, body, spirit, but you now are holding a really integrated, embodied experience of what it looks like when someone goes in to do that inner work. And- Thank you. Yeah, so I'm, I'm so happy that you're here, that we're talking about this. And is there anything you'd like to speak to with that? And I know we'll, we'll wrap up soon. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of things bubbled up. Um, one is what you are, I believe, witnessing is the purification mm -hmm. of the self of the human condition. Yes because it, it, in our essence, we are pure, we are, we are light. And as we love ourselves free of the layers and layers and layers and layers of conditioning, that essence, that pure essence that we are can shine through, it, oh, it's already there. Mm -hmm. And the more we clear our field, we recode our matrix, you know, um, energetically you just described the toroidal field of yes. the fountain i mean when yes. you were saying that i was yes. like i see yes. the toroidal field this is <laughs> right i could feel it but i was like how do i put words to this right. the totally absolutely so imagine like you know that field clouded right with with all of these uh, fears and, and and energetic imprints and lineage karma and the more we purify that and clear that, 
that uh, need or the wanting or the screaming of the outer self is no longer there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like Mother Teresa's um, quote, um, and I'll paraphrase it, you know, you know, when the paradox of pain is that the more you love the pain, there is no more pain to love, mm-hmm. right? It's like, really? Yes. And, 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 and then we are, at, in our essence, we are, um, we are that, and it, it's inner peace. We don't have to work for that. It is who we already are. We have it backwards. You know, this is a 3D holographic uh, virtual, you know, uh, screen that we're playing with here. You know, it, it's like a video game, really. Mm-hmm. And so it's backwards. It really is. So it's not in the doing out here. My recommendation and my, my, my greatest suggestion would be to ask yourself, why do I want to do this? Mm-hmm. There's always a hidden agenda up for the subconscious. Yes. Yes. Why do I really want to do this? Why do I want to post this? Well, do you know how many times I wrote posts as I was going through this process and never hit send, never published it. Right. And because I asked why, why, what, what, what is this? In, what is it in me that needs to express this? Yes. And it was coming from a need, a need to be heard or a need to, oh, to, to have someone to share this platform with or this thought with. And, and I, and I want to say this now, actually, it's coming up. So I'm going to put it in the field. Um, we've got a lot of conversations going on around conspiracy theory and the darkness and those of us that have been doing the work, the deep light work, we know that we've got to go into the depths of darkness mm-hmm. in order to bring out the light and the more light we call forth, the more darkness we're calling forth. Mm-hmm. The best defense against the darkness is to withdraw our life force from it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Not giving it our oxygen, not giving our breath, not giving it, not giving it any of our attention. Yes. And when we're, when we're posting and doing all these things, we have to ask ourselves, why? What, it, what is it that I, why am I posting this information? Mm-hmm. And we've got to be really, really, really careful because the subconscious can be really tricky and go, oh, I'm helping people in the guise of helping people mm-hmm. or in the guise of love or in the guy we do a lot in the guise of good. And it really is, there's a hidden agenda. And that's what we're purifying. And we're all in different places. I mean, mm-hmm. social media has been like a real personal growth classroom for me in my communication. Mm-hmm. So I've humbly you know, know that my communication has changed and shifted. I wasn't always aware of what I'm sharing right now. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, and I, I've done my, my work in clearing around that, clearing all that frequency of the bandwidth of what I communicate. But I think it's really important for us to know that right now because um, a lot of people are in, there's a lot of fear frenzy going on. Mm-hmm. Um, we're in, we can't fight nature. Right. And we are in higher cycles, cosmic cycles that are going to be playing out until 2021 at least. Mm -hmm. So we're not getting out of this cycle anytime soon. So it's probably best that we begin to surrender Mm -hmm. to whatever we're feeling about it. That's the best, like, how do I, what am I really feeling about this? And be aware of when we're distracting ourselves from feeling and make that okay, because we can only do touch what we're ready to touch. Mm -hmm. But the more we, the more we create safety for ourselves, whatever that looks like, a structure of safety, a container for ourselves to go in and touch and know that we can come out. We don't have to go all the way in. You know, 
We don't have to drop down to the depths of darkness. We can just dip our toe in, come out, dip a little bit more, come out. And that's how we take care of ourselves, mm -hmm. our emotional body. And that, that's what I really recommend anyone, you know, dealing with and, you know, feeling uh, fear or whatever emotions, a lot of anger up as well. You know, um, we're going to be in it, get support. I know you're, you are a great support for the community, for the global community. I'm a great support for the global community. Absolutely. There's whatever support need, we need to get, get support because we cannot do this alone and we cannot see ourselves. We need a mirror. We do. We, and we I, I want to, I want to say one thing about, one of the things I know with women living in love is that part of it is, okay, what we're calling in, but also looking at what do you value? What's important? What message do you want to put out to the world? I mean, each of us individually. And if your message is love, if your message is humanity, then even asking, as you were saying the question, why do I want to do this? Why do I want to post this? Why do I want to put this information out? Mm -hmm. It's about feeling whatever feelings you have. If you're scared, if you're angry, if you're like acknowledging that, but then looking at, oh, and this is such a tricky thing to talk about because it's not about denying that mm -hmm. you feel fear, but it's about saying, is that all you're putting out into the world? When what your value, what your heart is saying is, I want to put love into the world and I want to be, uh, that humanity is something that I value. Mm -hmm. So then are you watching the leaders in the world who are talking about humanity, who are talking about we need to do things differently, mm -hmm. who are, and you're doing your part for that? Or are you focusing on the leadership that is about fear and hatred and separation mm -hmm. because those are the choices right now. You can say I'm women living in love, but you know, what I see you doing is modeling what it is to purify your life, to, to acknowledge that those feelings are there, mm -hmm. but to then call in more love. And, and that's a step I feel like there's kind of like a misstep at times. People that, mm -hmm. oh, women living in love, I'm gonna go be with love, 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 mm -hmm. but I'm gonna deny that I'm actually afraid, I'm angry. I'm, it's like, yes, you have to purify those. You, you need to acknowledge that those are there. So I love, I love your group. I love what you're doing, Women Living in Love. I love the calling in the circle and um, the different ways that you're inviting women into a space that, that is love-filled and that is real mm. with all, all the different things. Um, I know that in the, the links, or we have some links for people to... Um, come and, and ask to join your group. Mm -hmm. And uh, as usual, you and I could go on for hours. Um, so let's just close our time together. Is there something that you want to say to bring this to a close? Yeah. We're all becoming. Mm -hmm. You know, we're all in the becoming of uh, creating a new a new earth mm -hmm. and I really mean that you know we are uh, pioneers of this of the new earth and um, the most important work we can do is to do ourselves mm -hmm. it really is yes if you do yourself you know in, in walking in nature and you love yourself free of a deep wound you've liberated the planet from that frequency mm -hmm. and that is a great service to humanity if, you, if we did nothing else we all are here to be uh, of service 
first to ourselves because we came here to experience this life. And if we serve ourselves and we love ourselves free of who we're not so we can experience who our essence, then we are serving humanity. Mm-hmm. And if it gets bigger than that and more than that, and that's the fun. <laughs> that's the that's the that's the fun that's where we get to you know like make yeah. cupcakes together you know yes. <laughs> you know we get to play together and create together and co- co- collaborate together and you know it, it, it's 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 fun but we came here for ourselves we came here to have our experience mm-hmm. and um and i think as women that's really important because we're so conditioned to serve the other mm-hmm. But if we serve ourselves and we really um, get to know who we are and who we're not and what we made up of our life and what we created our life on and humbly, you know, just give ourselves permission to, to open our hearts and drop into that compassion. I, oops, I didn't know. And now I do. Yes. Okay. All right. And now I can make a new choice and realign to a new reality and free my family and my children of, you know, reliving this. That, that's the greatest gift. I mean, that's the power of, I believe, that is feminine power. Our capacity to do that, mm-hmm. to give birth to a new reality. We're and all doing it. We're doing it. We're in it. We are men and women. I mean, we're the feminine and masculine as well, but we have different roles in that new birthing. Absolutely. So I'm honored to share our journey, continuing to share our journey. It's so cool, as you say, to the adventure. Yes, to the adventure. It's all an adventure. So thanks so much for being here. I really appreciate this conversation. I know we have more conversations to come. We'll talk about Venus retrograde in a few weeks. And I thank the listeners for being here, carving a new path. That's what is coming out of this time period, carving a new path. We're carving a new world, awakening a new world. So thank you. Thank you, everyone. Good to be here, Andrea. Thank you so much. Thanks. Bye-bye.